The following is paid programming brought to you by WT Wealth Management. Nothing we discuss should be considered as investment advice. This conversation is for informational purposes only. Please do your own research and speak to an investment advisor or financial planner before making any investment decisions. Welcome to Intelligent Investing with Glenn Least. I am your host, Jeff Orbitz. This week, Glenn and I will discuss entrepreneurialism and owning a business, doing business or being in business with a family, and what is your most valuable asset. All right, Glenn Least is a senior investment advisor with WT Wealth Management and uh, you can learn more about Glenn by going to WTWealthManagement.com or by calling 928-225-2474. And Glenn, how are you doing today? Good, Jeff. Well, a lot of topics to cover, a lot yeah. going on. Uh, let's start with this, Glenn. What do you believe is one of the best investments out there? I mean, is it something that may surprise us? Talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people, when they hear what what's your best investment, they're thinking companies or yeah, something like that. But actually, our, our best investment is uh, investment in ourselves, really is, is taking the time and energy to invest in our own education, invest in our own skills and abilities. Uh, and that's what I've seen over the last 10 years of my professional career has definitely been the, the best investment that we could do is just taking time to uh, really hone in our own skills, become a master of our craft. Uh, a lot of times, you know, it's even some of the the soft skills that we maybe overlook that haven't been taught to us, like how to talk to people, how to, you know, deal with a conflict resolution, how to effectively communicate uh, that sort of thing, or even how to market ourselves. Uh, I think that's investing in ourselves is just such a tremendous payoff, um, even in our own health and wellness too. Uh, investing in your own ability to just feel good every single day and make sure you're healthy. Because if you're not spending time and energy making sure that you're healthy, you know, you're not going to be able to show up and do a good job mm-hmm. at whatever you're doing. So I'm a big fan of really just investing in ourselves to grow and get better at what we do and to make sure we're happy and healthy and have good, solid relationships. So investing in our own interpersonal relationships to make sure that we're solid there. Um, I've seen many people um, over the years be very successful professionally, but everything else is kind of a mess. Yeah. And then they end up um, you know, something happens interpersonally or the family, you know, kind of falls apart and then it affects their professional side too. So all those different areas I believe are heavily intertwined. So just investing in ourselves to make sure that we're the best that we can be. And that's something that I've done, uh, personally is that I want to every year get better in all these different areas. I want to be better as a, as a husband, as a father, as a, as a businessman, as an investor, as a, uh, fitness enthusiast, all these things. I want to get better at them each and every year. So that way every year is the best year and, uh, not always easy. And sometimes it does yeah, take a little yeah. bit of patience to invest in ourselves, but I think it's by far the best investment it pays uh, off the most, pays the most dividends long-term. So it's not just learning how to be a good investor for the money side. It's uh, what, what good is it if you're 36 and you, you have a nervous breakdown or a heart attack because yeah. you just, and you got all the money in the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, and that's okay, true. we want, you want people to have yeah. as much money as possible, but yeah, you know, no, that's, that's true. Way. And, and, uh, I've seen sometimes that imbalance happen in one of the mentors in my life, you know, has, has told me that, 
you know, he's seen that happen to people where, you know, they made a fabulous amount of money, but then they got divorced and cause they didn't invest in their own marriage. And then they end up giving all of it away anyways in a divorce or they're miserable because they just, you know, have such an imbalance in their life. So I, I really want to make sure that, you know, I'm taking time to invest in all the different areas of my life and, and I'm healthy and happy. Yeah. And not 36 having a nervous breakdown because, yeah. uh, you know, we, uh, when you're young, you're, you're invincible. As you start to get a little older, you realize oh, I'm not so invincible. So it's good to just invest in ourselves and our own health and well-being. And Glenn can share some of the, this with you if you want to give him a call at 928-225-2474 if you're just joining us. Uh, it's no obligation when folks call yep. you up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might even give him some exercise advice too. You're, you're <laughs> yeah, into- you bet. Yeah. Come <laughs> now, on in. That's uh, If you do business with me, I'll also give you some uh, fitness tips too, right? Yep. Do some squats as well. 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. Glenn, what would you say to someone who's looking Let's switch gears a little bit, looking to take the non-traditional routes, uh, as many have in this country, to mm-hmm. to being like an entrepreneur or a business owner. Yeah. So uh, when I look back on my educational career, uh, I, I graduated high school and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I wasn't college wasn't a good fit for me. And the, the culture that I grew up in, everyone was going to college and that was just what you did. And that was, um, you know, just the path that everyone took. And I didn't take that path. And, and I think the thing that I struggled with the most was doing that. I somehow felt like I was less than. And so my encouragement would be to, um, you know, the path of success looks different for everyone and, and what's right for one person may not be right for you. And I'm a big fan of education, but that comes in a lot of different forms. So, uh, it may be a four-year degree. It may be uh, being an entrepreneur and, and starting a business, finding out what works, what doesn't work. So I guess my what I would say to someone taking a non-traditional route is look at all the people who have been wildly successful in our world that didn't go the non-traditional route. You look at you know, some of the, the richest, most uh, wealthy people in the world. I, you can take Zuckerberg, for example. I mean, he didn't finish college. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just went right after high school and just started doing the, I think he actually dropped out, you know, for Facebook. So there's a lot of, you know, safe, self-made millionaires and billionaires that um, didn't take the traditional route. So my encouragement would to be to, um, y- your journey looks different than everyone else's and it's okay. And in fact, uh, it can be very exciting. And if uh, the traditional four-year route of, of school isn't for you, then that's okay. And uh, I definitely want to be supportive of that with my own um, kids and my family and even my clients when they want to look at being an entrepreneur or a business owner encourage them like, yeah, you got to step out of your comfort zone and, and take a risk and it may pan out really well. Um, it may end up in failure, but at least that way you know how not to do it next time around. Um, what is it? Thomas Edison, when he was inventing light bulb, uh, he said he didn't fail 10,000 times. He found 10,000 times uh, the way that it shouldn't work, right? Yeah. A way not to do it. So, yeah. And then yeah. he found the right way. Yeah, eventually. found the right way. Yeah, took a while. absolutely. It took a while. Yeah. yeah. What about, that's, that's a lot of resolve, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's keeping at something. So um, that'd be my encouragement for someone looking to take a non-traditional route is just, uh, you know, uh, step outside your comfort zone and take the risk. And you may be very surprised with how well it pays off in the long haul. And I think, you know, going that route and, and I know, and a lot of people listening, maybe business owners as, as well and entrepreneurs, you pay for your education in one way or the other, because mm-hmm. you may yeah. learn through those mistakes along the way, but it doesn't yeah. mean you didn't learn. 
Correct. Correct. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to get education. And, um, like I said, it doesn't always mean going to a, a university. It could be, yeah, you started a, a small business and you found out, you know, you failed, you know, the first year or two, you found out how not to do it. So you, 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 you pay for your education one way or the other, or you work as an intern somewhere or as an apprentice and you, you know, you, you, you know, on the job learning that skill and that ability. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of education, but I just believe that it comes in a lot of different forms. And if you'd like some education information and, and to talk to Glenn Least, yeah. give him a call. Uh, number's open right now, 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. Uh, you mentioned your kids, and mm-hmm. um, this is something I think parents all struggle with and try to figure out is how, how do you evaluate their success in life and how, how do you invest in them uh, going forward? Yeah. So they're going to be obviously one of my biggest investments. Uh, and when I look at um, my kiddos, um, you know, I think back on, and sometimes how our culture has viewed success and I want to make sure that I have the right perspective on success because, um, you know, money while it's great and does a lot of things, it's not everything. So as I look at my kiddos, um, you know, things that are important to me is, yeah, I want them to do well in school. I want them to get decent grades, but more importantly than, you know, how well or, or not they do in school is I want to learn. I want to help make sure that they're, they've got good character, that they're good people, that they're happy and productive and lead a good life, um, you know, where they're empathetic. And so as I'm investing in my own kids, uh, I want to make sure that they just have a, have a great life and they're happy and they, you know, care for their fellow humans. And so, um, whether they're a plumber or a doctor or a business owner or a stay at home mom or whatever my kids decide to do, I want to be supportive. Cause at the end of the day, I just want to make sure that they're, you know, healthy and happy and, and living a, a great life. And, uh, what they do isn't as important, isn't as important as who they are is in my opinion. Cause that's such a funny thing that in our society we ask, well, what do you do for a living? You mm-hmm. know, and that's just so ingrained in our identity, but it really should be like, well, who are you? Like what, what, who is Jeff really, you know, who's Glenn really, you know, what, what makes up the core of who we are? And I think that's a more important question we should be asking ourselves as parents. And going back to what you said about your kids and they get to, they, you, you want them to decide their path, not say, oh, college is the only way or, oh, being an entrepreneur is the only way. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that's something that the country has, has been shifting to because you see a lot of companies, I think it was Apple that dropped, I could be mistaken on that, uh, college degree requirements for yeah. uh, employment and things like that. I think the trend has been not saying that one's better than the other. We're both saying that it's just the trend has been to, you, you can, you can do this and it's all up. It's the individual. Correct. Correct. Yeah. We want to make sure that, you know, we've got good qualified people, uh, you know, working whatever field they're working in. And I've always thought that was interesting that some places require a degree in a particular field when it really wasn't applicable to their mm-hmm. field. They just said that, Hey, we want a degree. And my thought with that was always, you know, what, how, how does that, you know, how does that help? Cause what happens if a person couldn't go to school? What if they came from a disadvantaged situation um, and school just either wasn't right for them or they couldn't do it, but they're a fabulous person, right? Um, I, funny enough, I've actually over the years, you know, you can look at someone's resume and look at it and look at all their accolades and achievements and they look like a great hire and then you can hire them and they end up being the worst employee ever. And then sometimes you can hire people that don't look so good on paper, but in, yeah. in, in practice, they're amazing at what they do. So I think it's important to, when we look at those sorts of things to just take it as one piece of the puzzle. It's not, it's not everything. Right. So yeah, that's where, you know, investing in my own kids, I want to invest. I've got money saved for them, but it's not, 
necessarily all in like an educational account. It's just sure. a regular investment account. So whatever they decide to do, I can kind of pour into them with those funds. All right. Uh, and folks, if you want to call Glenn, Glenn Leist at WT Wealth Management, the lines are open right now, uh, 928-225-2474. That's 928-225-2474. What's, what's uh, some of the things you talk about kind of on that first conversation when you uh, hear from folks that call in? So whenever I first talk with clients, I want to get to know them. I want to understand uh, what's important to them, how they feel about investing, what are some of their goals, um, what's important to them to have as an advisor too, is what are you looking for an advisor? Um, I had one person ask you know, me, why should I hire you? And I, I kind of turned the question back to him to say, well, why do you want an advisor? And that kind of led him to think, well, yeah, I want an advisor because... Uh, I need help with this stuff. I want to have someone in my corner that, you know, is really unbiased and doesn't have the emotional connection and that does the research day in and day out. So that that first appointment is really just a uh, exploratory, hey, let's understand who you are, what you're looking for, and then also who we are and what we do. And then we can decide, you know, how we can help from there. But until I find out who my clients are and what they're looking for, it's kind of hard to make recommendations because I don't just make blanket recommendations. Yeah. I, I make them cater to each and each individual. And that number is 928-225-2474. They, they may have this question for you, Glenn, and maybe you've gotten this one before, but the your view on doing, let's say, doing business with family or having them work with you, work for you, work with you? Sure, sure. So my uh, my daughter's seven, and she says, hey, Dad, I'll just uh, I'll come work for you when I get older. And yeah. I would love that, right? And and why would I like that? Um because we get to, you know, keep the success, you know, and kind of share the wealth and kind of keep it more in the family. Cause there's, there's always going to be stuff that I need help with. Right. Um, I'm always going to need a mechanic, a CPA, a, you know, lawyer in my corner. I'm always going to have these needs. And if I could, you know, my first option is, is there a friend or a client that I can, you know, give the business to first, or is there a family member I can give the business to? So I love the idea of having family work for, you know, all under the same roof. And, uh, I actually have my mom working for me. She started working a couple months ago and it's been wonderful. Uh, she's amazing and, and does a fantastic job and it's, you know, she wants to see her son succeed and she also wants to succeed. So it's a win-win scenario. So I think, you know, as long as you have a good relationship with your family, I think, you know, working together as a family can be a wonderful thing. And, uh, I wish I would have done it sooner. That might be contrary to what a lot of people might think like, Oh, never work with family, never start a business with family. You've heard that before. Oh yeah. yeah. Or never loan money to friends, that sort of thing. Never loan money to friends. <laughs> well, we can do another show on that. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So even on loaning money to a friend, right? Mm -hmm. That one I've heard never do, but at the end of the day, you know, if we're blessed financially and we can help someone, why wouldn't we? And, and I've always taken the approach of, uh, if I loan money to them, I may never see the money back and that's okay. Is it more of a gift idea? Yeah, almost like a gift. with hopes of yeah, maybe. I, I'm hoping that they yeah, pay it back. It, and back. it depends on how much it is. If they borrow half a million bucks, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. there's going to be something in there's writing. There's paperwork and everything. Yeah, paperwork. But <laughs> if it's like a couple thousand dollars, you know, I also, it's like, is it worth the friendship, right? I've always said that to people, uh, too, that have done business deals with family that haven't gone well. And I, I always tell them, hey, you know, this is just money, but family is family, right? And so at the end of the day, what if your family member got sick and they cost $10,000 to, to help their, 
you know, medical bills, you'd pay that in a heartbeat. And so, you know, just because a business deal went sour with the family, I mean, time is short, right? And you want to, you know, make amends. And so I always try to overlook those things and doesn't mean you have to keep doing business with them if it didn't yeah, go right. Yeah. But at least, uh, you know, family is family, right? If, yeah. if uncle Joe comes around for the 30th time, you might, for borrowing money, you might be like, I think I'm good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Boundaries are good. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, folks, if you want to talk with Glenn, give a call right now at 928-225-2474. Talk to you about any questions you may have. And, uh, yeah. uh there's no obligation. 928 225 2474. Uh, we've touched on some of this, Glenn, but uh, let's talk about what, what you think is our most valuable asset. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> most people would probably say, uh, just off the top of their head, they go, oh, my, my home is my most valuable asset, but mm-hmm. uh, not even close. Our most valuable asset is our ability to show up and go to work every single day, is go out there and be able to innovate or work a job or to have skills and ability. So we are our most valuable asset, uh, ourselves and our ability to work. So, um, you know, I've had one person, you know, tell me that, um, he said, he said, Glenn, you're, this is like 10 years ago. He said, your integrity is worth six figures a year or more. And, uh, that kind of, you know, threw me off, but he, he was so true, uh, with that. Cause at the time I couldn't, you know, fathom ever making that much money. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, no, I am my own, you know, most viable asset, my ability to go out and do a great job and to take care of people and just go above and beyond to solve problems and to come up with solutions. That is by far our most valuable asset is to be able to go out there and contribute to the, the workforce. So, um, yeah, we are our most valuable asset uh, when it comes to um, our financial picture. Would that tie in back to what we really started with, Glenn, uh, which is education as well? There's the valuable asset of what's in between your ears. And no yep. matter what happened, if you lost a job or lost a business or whatever, you still got that knowledge and still got that ability to learn and do new things. And we've seen so many people get, have to get into new fields in the past decade or two. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that what's in between your what's in your noggin? Yeah, that's going to say that's why investing in ourselves is so important um, because it it never goes away. Right. It's it's and we take it everywhere we go and it has impact to everything we do. And so, uh, yeah, taking time to invest in ourselves. And, and this is even something I have to balance, too, because at the end of the day, I want to go home you know, and just, you know, watch a little Netflix. But, you know, we, you know, reading a book, you know, and kind of making sure you're staying up. Uh, if you look at like habits of the, the millionaire, you know, most of them are reading three and five books at a time, you know, uh, you know, bouncing between. So I found a good way to kind of bridge that gap and uh, still be able to have time and energy to do everything I do is I listen to a lot of audiobooks while I'm driving into work. Cause I'm all, you know, I'm kind of stationary mm-hmm. and just driving anyway. So that's a great way where we can just invest back into ourselves or listen to a podcast, that sort of thing. And even this podcast, you can listen to this yeah, podcast and, can, and invest yeah. in your own, your own education. Yeah. But you, do you have all of these up at, is it at wtwealthmanagement.com? Uh, yeah, shortly. Yeah. It'll okay. be up very soon. You can okay. see it on our webpage. Good. Yeah. Well, and we'll get information for folks cause now you're, uh, this is the seventeenth, uh, yep, yep, uh, intelligent investing uh, show here. So uh, you're getting quite the catalog there. And yeah. uh, and hey, if you want to give Glenn a call, he'll uh, he'll talk with you. And there's no obligation. Here's the number nine two eight two two five twenty four seventy four. That's nine two eight two two five twenty four seventy four. I don't know if he'll talk to you at four in the morning, but uh, maybe shortly thereafter. <laughs> 
It, well, it depends on how much money you have. If, right? you want to invest. Yeah. Uh, I, I do talk to people early, but yeah. it's, it's pretty rare. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, give Glenn a call. 928-225-2470. I said that because people may listen to back to the podcast. You never know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All, all different hours. So, all right, Glenn, uh, next week, let's hit on um, geopolitical events yeah. and how that impacts the markets. Obviously, we've been mm-hmm. seeing that lately. Uh, let's also hit on determining how much to save for retirement. And, yep. and it's different for everybody. Yeah. And we've talked about that in the past, but I think it's worth bringing it back up. And um, I think a good one here that we'll hit on next week, going back in time and, and picking that uh, great company. If you, if you could turn back, Ooh, that's a fun one. if you could turn back time, like the, the share song, I think that was yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, Glenn, have a good week and look forward to getting back here next week again. Cool. Thanks, Jeff. When you work with Glenn Least, his investment committee leverages over a century of combined experience to grow your money, not your fees. And they invest their personal savings the same exact way they invest your money. Call Glenn Least for a complimentary consultation at 928-225-2474. There's no obligation. Just give Glenn a call at 928-225-2474. You can also go to WTWealthManagement.com and don't forget to tune in next week at the same time for another edition of Intelligent Investing on 97.1 FM, The Big Talker. See you soon.